this episode is for you, God. God has given me a second ring. And this ring is from London. Using an awesome elder. This woman yesterday took her earrings off and told me to open up my hand. And inside, I'm like, I don't want your earrings. You know, keep your earrings. I don't want your earrings. God said, quiet yourself on the inside. It's not about the earrings. I'm feeling God like never before, y'all. I mean, I'm deep in him. I'm deep in our father, y'all. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. See, God would touch me like that in public. It doesn't matter at a park. Walking a bridge. I'm telling y'all. At an airport. On a plane. God touched me while I was on a plane. I had to run to the bathroom on the plane. I'm telling you. He always makes a way for us. Period. Our Father has always made a for us. I'll never forget. I'm seeing a palm tree. I'll never forget. I was in Minnesota at the airport. And God touched me so heavy. I had to run. It was like 8 in the morning. All you smell is donuts and coffee in the, in the whole airport. So I'm running to the bathroom. They're like, oh my goodness, she got to go. Let her go. I'm like, come on, please. Move. Please. And I was in that bathroom just giving God praise. And they was like, oh my goodness. They were wondering, like, what is she doing in there? What is she doing in there? I can never forget what you've done for me. I can never forget how you set me free. I can never. How you brought me out. 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 Never. And I thought I was getting up frying some chicken. Yeah, okay, fried chicken. (laughs) At 7 in the morning. God. My God. Keep doing what you do. Keep doing what you're doing for the Lord. Keep doing it. Keep doing God sees everything. 
this level of praise today is too great for this this earthly suit. I have to calm it down. I'm telling you. Father. I feel an engagement soon. Come here, angel. Why people listening? Come, please come here. I don't know why you guys like being in the closet, in my closet. The outfits. Let me tell you guys. I used to draw outfits. God would give me images of different, you know, forms of fashion. And I was like, I always wanted a sewing machine, but I did not use no sewing. It looks, you know, difficult. Like, how can I get patterns out of something like that? I mean, I just don't know how to even try to even comprehend the thing. So I never even tried. And now I get it. The angel's in my closet because of my fashion. You've been trying to tell me something. Whatever God wants to do with me, I'm open for it. Because half the things you guys see me do, I done added something to it or took something away or ripped something, you know, off and added something. Yeah, that's why I look different. That's why you've never seen it nowhere else. Some of the things I wear, because I did something to it. <laughs> yeah. I did that very young. So you making patterns out of things. I was using bleach. Oh, God. Me and my sister. That was a thing in the... You know, mid-90s, you bleach your jeans, little spots, and, oh, God. Designing everything. I learned not to ever ask God how you going to do something. Not he, how you going to do something. How I'm going to do something. No things are possible. Hallelujah. Your presence is too great. I don't even. I don't. Thank you for just staying right here in this moment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me tell you guys something. Thank you for all your prayers. Don't stop praying for me. You know prayer is just communication with God. Whatever you think in your heart about me is praying to God. Don't stop thinking about me. You know some things that you just know that you would never do? I would never have a swell head. I would never boast. Not any of it. Because I can never forget what he has done for me. Jesus was beaten and beaten and beaten. Flesh was falling off. <laughs> 
bruises everywhere. Moko! Okay, 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 okay. the best way you could at the time and say forgive them forgive them you know what's so powerful he wasn't just talking about those who were there he was talking about the fall of man period forgive all of us due to what Adam done Jesus, you did it, man. Jesus, you did it for us. <laughs> you can never say you're doing too much when it comes to giving up. God. Zoom is not going to be video. Yeah, it's going to be called. Thank you. Oh, God. Oh, God. <sighs> that's one thing I should be nervous about being married. Moments like this. What would that man be like? <laughs> I used to always wonder, what would he be like? Seeing me like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would he be looking at me like, you know, you okay? You know, oh, God. Oh God, Jesus! Oh God, I got hot up in here. It is hot. Oh Father, thank you, thank you for everything. Mosoko handiha, samalkamoke, mokanda. This is powerful. Everything about what I have learned. Everything spiritually I have learned. 
everything I have learned thus far, every encounter, I had a seraphim approach me in a dream. She was digging in me with all this light. Then all of a sudden, there goes three taps on my left shoulder. And I couldn't turn my head. All I could say is, hey, God. Hey, God. I couldn't turn my head. If I was able to turn my head, what would it be like? What would I have seen, God? I never forgot. I mean, excuse me. Oh, God. There you go. There you go, God. I never forgot. I can never forget. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. And never forget. I can never forget. My mom, when she was first filled with Holy Ghost, she was on the floor of my family's church when I was very young. And I was scared. I didn't want no one to see me panic, but I never took my eyes off my mom on that floor. I never forget I felt Holy Ghost. And I felt Holy Ghost, I encountered Holy Ghost seven years old by playing around. You know how kids imitate other people shouting in church. And after the choir, I had to start off the shout for everybody to shout in the choir as, as us kids. Yes, we did. And when I started off the shout, it didn't last long. Because all of a sudden, God said, look up. I look up. It came down. And I ran and sat in my seat. And I was discerning, if you say anything. No one's going to believe that. Because a lot of times, you know, back in the day, we think that you have to be a certain age to receive. What do you know as a kid? Mm, mm, mm. Wow. i never forget. i seen it. A covering and it fell up on me and I got scared and that was God's way of saying you asked for it you asked for it one of my instructors asked me they were very amazed at my essay thank God for all your prayers a 3.5 grade point average in the first quarter I'm just in the first quarter because when God called me to do something like he called you, we don't play around with that. And let me tell you guys, 
I forgot what I was talking about. Holy Spirit, I'm just going to allow it to flow back. Thank you. My instructor regarding the essay. See? Holy Ghost, come on now. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on. I'm learning more about you every day. I'm encountering you in different ways every day. As we go. Show me a plug going in the socket. And so my instructor said, Your essay, it really caught my attention. I never read an essay like this before. And I've been doing this for over 20 years. And the question was, when did you encounter God in life? What was your encounter like when you first received God into your life? Explain. And 10 years ago, I used to confuse rededication with salvation because I felt if you make a you know, mistake, <clears throat> You have to be saved again. You know, everything's different from a Jewish law. Traditionally, you know, ancient, biblically speaking, I am a take. Because people are saying, you know, give your life back to God. So I'm thinking, okay, well, I got to do that again. So I thought every time I rededicated, that was me receiving salvation again. And I was like, wow. Well, I don't think you're supposed to receive salvation like seven times a day. You understand? (laughs) It wasn't explained all the way to me. So when people ask me, when did you become saved, Q? When did you receive God in your life? Christ is your Lord. I will always talk about the moments that I rededicated. But it would never be nothing like, you know, today. Today? (laughs) Today? Jesus. And my answer is what stunned him. I have always known. The way how God created me, I can explain. We are different to glorify him. He created me to have a memory that is brilliant, that it stuns my family all the time. Do I remember every single thing? No, I don't. But there are so many things that I can never forget. Having a vision to see anything that you want with purpose, that's outstanding. And that's for all of us. But to have a memory like this. My family always say, you, you sharpening us. We, we forgot about that. Wow. What else do you remember? <laughs> like, don't know what I don't want you to remember. <laughs> it's not like that. I never 
ever had a conversation to say, Father God, can you be my God? I want you in my life. No, I have rededicated my life. I always say, I want more of you, God. I'm going to stop playing around with you, God. I know I can't lie to you, God. Forgive me for doing this, God. But it was never, I want to receive you as my God. I have always known him to be that to me. Hearing God in my mother's womb, <clears throat> hearing the songs of worship and praise, never getting a high chair, three angels dancing around me with large feathers the size of us, could never forget. And I always know if you say the things that you are encountering, I can discern the outcome before I say anything. And it caused me not to say anything. My family started noticing that it was something very unique whenever I would prophesy as a little girl. I'm six years old. <clears throat> I had a dream that this person went home to be with the Lord. Oh, they're not going anywhere. Three days later, everybody such as willing to be with the Lord. Everything I said had happened. To the point they start, you know, being nervous. Like, okay. Okay. Because many of us think that the encounters are only for those in the Bible who we read about. As if we cannot encounter it the same today. Because our Father is still the same today. Ooh, angel. Angel of breakthrough. Yeah. And the teacher was like, wow, you have always known them. What you guys are seeing is God exposing me. It has always been done to God, Christ, Holy Spirit, and all the heavenly hosts. The, you know, my sense of humor, my gifts, my talents, my cooking, everything was done with them. And God's exposing me to all of you. That's why it takes me a little longer sometimes to warm up to some of you. Because I was very shy. I was very shy. I was like a turtle inside of a shell when it came to humanity. Love you all so much, but very shy, but never shy to those in the kingdom. I know more of home than here. And God is sharing with me and having me to learn, teach me how to release home here. I thank all of you for your love. I thank God for your love. I thank God for your love.
if I didn't tell you the boldest thing I ever done is my first trip to Africa. I never met the people personally up close. Never met them in person. It was an invitation on social media. Do you love Jesus? I'm like, who going to ask me something like that? Yes, I love him. Do you? Do you love him enough to come to a nation and preach the gospel? Yes. Will you come? I said, I'll get back to you. Let me ask God first. God answered me on the third day from that day and said, go. Got my passport, did all the things I had to do. My first trip was 2014. I stayed for two days because I didn't know what to expect. I never met them, never talked to them on the phone. Everything was doing, you know, typing. Because God said go. So in my heart, I already went. Of course, people saying, you don't know them. Who going with you? I get it. But if God said go, I have to go. It doesn't matter who telling me. I understand. I get it. I have to go. When I got on that plane, I looked up and I said to God, if something happened to me while I'm over here, I'm going out trusting in you. I'm telling you. And they say you flew all the way from America to come here to preach because God told you to. Yeah. My God. You weren't afraid? No. God had me on a train for seven years. Every morning, I had to stir myself up. Every single morning, I had to stir myself up and get on that green line and say something. Every morning. Every morning. Not, you understand, not walking in fear. You know what helped me? What can man do unto me? What can they do? But laugh? So what? And many of them had laughed at me. One time someone even threw something at me. I was called out my name. I was threatened to be jailed. And those people who have done those things came back and said, what must I do to be saved? The day I wanted my mother to see me preach on the train for the first time, she wanted to see me. There was a day that the police came on there and told me I had to get off. And she was looking like, oh boy, okay, uh, this is not good. I got off. I never felt so humiliated in my life under my mother. My feelings were so hurt, I was angry. They called all this back up for me. 
And they said, what did she do this woman? What can she do? They said, on the train, preaching. And they laughed. All my feelings were so hurt. I could have put my head in my lap. It was so hurt. Why are you laughing at me? Why are you laughing at me? The same officer came back three days later. Three days, I just got that later. Oh, excuse me, four days later and said, do you need my protection to protect you? I'm here to help you. He went from trying to lock me up to say, I'm here to help you. I was willing to go to jail that day. I said, Father, do you want me to go to jail? I will go. If not, let me know so I keep going, go to work. God said, go to work. Going around the communities. God sent me around a community that I don't even want to mention. I deny fear because I was almost scared to death in that community. Guns and drugs everywhere. People using drugs in the streets. Police sitting there like they in on it. I was scared to be shot and dead. But what happened? They all moved to the opposite side of the street and let me walk. My second trip to Africa. My host was late. Why is he so late today? He sent his pastor under him to come on his motorbike and get me. He couldn't tell me why he was late. He just said, we need you to do a miracle. Oh boy, what happened while I'm in Africa? While I'm in Africa? By myself? What happened while I'm here, God? The power went out almost every night in the hotel room. They knock on the door, make sure I'm okay, because many know an American is in this hotel, so don't open the door for nobody. Got it. And when it rains, it pours. It's very tropical in Africa, believe it or not. Very sunny, but there's no humidity where I was. Because I don't think we could take that temperature. You understand? And humidity? Excuse me. Humidity? Like 99 degrees, but humidity is like 75. Every night, it stormed. It poured. I never seen rain pour so much. I got scared. The drops were so big, so heavy, but it never lasts long because it don't need to, it doesn't take that long to water the earth with all that, right? I'm trying to tell you. Power went out a lot. Then my host, I see my host, I get to his village. There are over 500 people there screaming, shouting, yelling. What's happening? They take me to a barn where a baby is wrapped up. And all this blood. His baby boy. What happened? What happened? I was on my way to pick you up. He didn't want me to leave. He always cried when I leave. And he was trying to chase the car. But he got behind it. I didn't know. And I backed up on him. I ran over my son. And he's dead. All that while I'm in Africa by myself. 
And then I lost, you know, service while I was there. And I have, you know, I was with Boost Mobile at the time, 2014. And it's, you know, unlimited everything. It's worldwide. But come to find out, it wasn't worldwide. It was nationwide. Because as soon as I left out the nation, the service left too. I had to let them know. <laughs> Don't ever play with me like that again with your service. So I talked on cyber. And we did. Someone is asking me something, guys. Uh, please, I'm not going to put you on hold. They're asking something. Let me see. Okay. Someone's asked me something. I had to reply back quickly. Yeah. I'm telling you guys. I deny fear the whole time I was there. There were a group of women, excuse me, a group of women, due to one woman. I went to the meat market. They tried it. Oh, we have an American woman here? Oh, you think you better? No, I don't. I'm not here for that. I didn't have to say, I didn't say anything, but I'm thinking it. Oh. She thinks she's better. She's trying to come over here. So they started coming to watch me. Two options. Let them do whatever they plan to do. Or make sure that it doesn't happen. So I politely given my host my purse. Hold my purse. Hold my purse, please. Because I'm not about to sit here and get jumped in Africa. Hold up. Hold up. Hold my purse. You understand? It was something that you couldn't avoid. Because it was following you. So you had to brace yourself just in case. They backed off. Mm, not scared. No, not scared. got in the car and he just thought that was the funniest thing on the planet that was not funny to me <laughs> that was not funny to me he said oh you about to be out there fighting <laughs> no no fighting he was laughing he was teasing me <laughs> cause knowing him he would have helped <laughs> y'all didn't stop I encountered some things on some mission trips for real. For real. Um, I just thank God for being so bold. Being so bold. To go anywhere he has sent me. 
He's been talking about Bangkok. A lot of trips, I will have company. But let me tell you this. I am well known much more in my own country than any other country. I don't care what nobody say. That doesn't make sense to me. I skip everybody I live around and go to Russia and go preach. And I'm accepted to preach in my own time? Yeah, right. See, Christ left because he was rejected. People are hungry everywhere. How I look not even doing any good work in America and go somewhere else and be so pressed to go somewhere else and do things elsewhere. I don't know where this accent coming from, but it's here. Oh, somebody call, calling me. Yes, I have noonday prayer, so I had to find out what's my prayer point. I had to get it, you know, downloaded to me. Yeah, guys. I'm about to have y'all look right with me. <laughs> Let me pull it up. Let's see. When is Quenisha praying? Oh, I have a minute. I have prayer point. Wow. Yeah, one person, two, three, four. There's six people in. Oh, I'm closing it out. Hmm. God's ultimate sacrifice. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Let's do it. Mm, mm, mm. I'm excited, guys. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you guys so much. She got me at the end. Let me tell you, that's nothing but God. Because my plan today was to pray, you know, do my prayer and tune off. God wanted me to stay. Because I have no choice. I'm closing it out. <laughs> So I have to stay. Hallelujah. Everything you do for God is being recorded. He appreciates it so well. My phone cannot be on Do Not Disturb, guys, because it's it's causing me not to receive anything from anybody when I do that. So I'm about to just keep it off of do not disturb and okay and just look down on my phone you know thank you for understanding thank you Mm. Oh, I do want to see. I do want it. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. I thank you guys so much for everything. I don't praise until I done passed out. I am worn. I'm tired. I'm tired. All that praise, God. Jesus, you came here and you did it for us. 
Thank you. Guys, God tapped his fingers on my shoulder. His index finger said, tap, tap, tap. I couldn't look over. I couldn't turn my head. All I could say is, hey, God. That's all I said to you, God, was, hey, God. <laughs> That's it. Hey, God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know I made a lot of mistakes, but it's cool growing up with God. It is. Yeah. We had a great time, Father. Still are, but I'm talking about the past. Me as a little girl. Thank you. One of the scariest moments I ever had as a kid. My mother was pressing my hair. I'm facing the porch. And I see a body fall from the sky and hit the ground. And that lady just left our house. And they said she got into a fight on her balcony. And she was on the 12th floor. And fell off. She wasn't even dead when she hit the ground. Her body swelled up immediately. She couldn't move. She passed moments when the paramedics came. I never seen nothing like that in my life. My mom is a mom that would freak out if something goes wrong with us or we get hurt. She would flip out. So we didn't say much. We don't. We we got tired of that reaction. Like, oh, you, you gonna keep jumping around? I mean, come on. So we was like, just don't say anything. She overreacts when we get hurt or we troubled or something. So I kept a lot of that stuff inside. A lot that troubled me. And to go in a playground and see a piece of brain on the ground, somebody's brains got shot out, and they forgot to pick that piece up. Yeah, it happened to be over there by the monkey bars. Oh, come on. Never said anything about that. I was like, wow. I'm telling you. Gunshots. Get down, get down, get down. Oh, God. I'm telling you. And I thank God growing up in church. I remember we used to fast. Hmm. <laughs> The whole church is like, oh, everybody laid out on, on the chairs, the benches, like, oh, what is this sundown? Ready to eat. Everybody was like that. Then they give you a big plate on an empty stomach and send you to bed. That was the life. <laughs> Jeez, I, I'm telling you, I went hard a couple of times. Look, I'm going to sneak and get me something to eat. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. They always found out.
You know what's so amazing, guys? Is that we all have a testimony. I'm excited to hear you guys. I feel a show coming soon. And I'm like, I don't even know how how, how I'm going to do this, guy, And why? Do I have, have to ask that? Just thank him. Because I really see myself doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yes, God. Ooh. This upcoming year. Mmm. Thank you. God say, say this to you. You know the grains of sand, every little small little particle of sand? That's how much seed you have in the ground. That's how much seed you have in the ground. You reap some miraculous benefits when you sow your ties on good ground. Hold on, something's happening here. Wow. Angels. Wow. Jesus. How you appeared in that dream. That's how you look. I would have been wrong every time someone asked me to draw you until I seen you in that dream. You were cornrows. Zigzag at the top. Nice style. With a linen suit. Yeah. I had everything about you wrong. You showed me. And I heard your voice. You have soul. And it doesn't mean black culture. It just means soul. Yeah. There's every culture in you. You have every culture in you. He said, you have every culture in you. <laughs> I'm getting sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. It's my time for now. This episode is one of a kind. I'm just going to title it one of a kind. I love you guys so much. I don't pray so much. I Jesus. Jesus. I'll never forget what you done for me. He showed me how his eye looked. It was purple, swollen. He could barely see out of both eyes and positioned his head up. Blood falling from his face, his head. They put a crown of thorns in his head. Now, he knew what he came here to do. And he he felt it before he felt it. But to actually go through that, to feel. And all you do is hear him just, ah. 
and they're crying every time. Only you know what that is like, Christ, to do that. Thank you. I read a translation about Elijah and a woman that was down to her last meal. And there's a translation that said that he knocked on her door. And that was the first time I read that. And I thought that was. No. She was outside gathering sticks. He approached her outside. He didn't knock on her door. But he did end up in her house. He did go through the door. When it came to raising her child from the dead. She given him access to come in. But he didn't meet her by knocking on the door. They were outside. And I thank God for that. That knowledge. Because I thought he knocked on her door. Like I read. Gotta be careful what we read. Every translation, you know. You know. Guys, I'm sleepy. Guys, say stay on here a little longer. Well, you guys about to go in the kitchen with me to, you know, fry this chicken. I'm trying to tell you. Y'all, come on. God say that's the other audience. Okay. Okay, God. I was writing too. Uh, come on. Okay, God. Okay. God say you're released. I was just kidding. Okay. Greater is he who's in us. He's in the world. I love you guys.